What's going on, everybody? This is Ben from Retro Ben Gaming. With all the craziness happening in the world today, I decided to add a little positivity to it with this podcast. This podcast is going to focus on all things video games, whether it's discussing them, playing them, or just getting them on the cheap. Now, whether you're a PC player or a console player, I believe we all have something to add to this conversation. So I hope you enjoy the podcast, and as always, keep gaming. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this. I truly appreciate it. About halfway through January, this is the first one of the year. I've gotten crazy busy with a new promotion at work, but I've settled in, and we're going to start pumping these out again and enjoying a little history of our favorite video games and video game systems. Today, we're going to talk about WWF's WrestleMania. I played this game as a kid back when I was super, super big into wrestling, and I loved this game. I loved uh, quite a few of the wrestling games I had. I can't remember them all, but I definitely remember this one. It was quite the fun. One of the few uh, two-player games that I really, really enjoyed. Most of the time, I kind of liked playing games by myself, but when it came to wrestling games, man, it had to be two-player. With all that said, let's get on with the history of WWF's WrestleMania. WWF's WrestleMania, released on home consoles as WWF WrestleMania the Arcade Game, is a professional wrestling arcade game released by Midway Manufacturing Company in 1995. It is based on the World Wrestling Federation, or the WWF, professional wrestling promotion. The game features digitized representations of eight WWF performers who were pitted against each other in fast-paced matches inspired by Midway's Mortal Kombat and NBA Jam games. Commentaries provided by Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler, who also appear in the game sitting at the announcer's table on the right of the ring, and Howard Finkel welcoming players to WrestleMania at the start screen. Acclaim, who published the console versions of the game, developed a follow-up, WWF In Your House, for the PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and DOS. Although based on professional wrestling, WWF WrestleMania's digitized graphics and fast-paced gameplay make it more of a fighting game than a sports wrestling game inspired by Midway's popular Mortal Kombat series. What separates this game from previous and future WWF WWE video games is the over-the-top and very cartoonish attacks. Examples include Donk the Clown pulling out a mallet out of thin air, Razor Ramon's arm transforming into a blade, or Bam Bam Bigelow's fist catching on fire. While actual wrestling moves are present, matches consist primarily of strike attacks and special moves. There are other similarities to the Mortal Kombat games, such as uppercuts that cause the opponent to go sky-high, flawless victories, and very tongue-in-cheek character animations. WWF WrestleMania's one-player mode has the player choose one of eight wrestling superstars, Bret the Hitman Hart, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Bam Bam Bigelow, Yokozuna, Doink the Clown, and Lex Luger. A unique feature is that each character can bleed an object that represents them. Such bleeding objects include dumbbells flying out of Lex Luger and Valentine Hearts coming out of Bret Hart. WWF WrestleMania features two single-player modes, the Intercontinental Championship and the WWF Championship. In the Intercontinental Championship mode, the player must win four one-on-one matches, two handicapped two-on-one matches, and one handicapped three-on-one match to win the title. In the more difficult WWF Championship mode, the player must win four handicapped two-on-one matches, 
two handicap three-on-one matches, and finally a WrestleMania challenge, where the player must defeat every wrestler in the game in a gauntlet, starting with a three-on-one setup, with each eliminated opponent being replaced with another until all eight have been defeated. The game also features two multiplayer modes, head-to-head, and a one-on-one match between two players, or cooperative, where the two players team up in a tag-team version of the WrestleMania Challenge, in which they must defeat the game's eight wrestlers in groups of two to become the tag-team champions. In-game music consists of snippets from the roster's circa 1994 entrance music, with the exception of Shawn Michaels, who has the older Sherry Martell version of Sexy Boy, and Undertaker, with his previous theme when he had the Western Mortician moniker from 1991 to 1994, as well as the opening themes to WWF Monday Night Raw, WWF Superstars, and WWF Wrestling Challenge. Woo, saying WWF this many times, it's, it's getting to me. Programmer Mark Trammell stated that, I worked 16 hours a day, 7 days a week, for 6 months to get WWF WrestleMania out. People play the game all day in my office and give me feedback. Plus, artists are always coming in with new ideas for me and my partner, Sal DeVita. Shortly after the game was released, Midway executive Roger Sharp claimed that Atom Bomb appears in the game. Many years later, developer Sal DeVita confirmed that Atom Bomb was a hidden character, but also stated that the character in the game was not fully completed. Ports were developed from the Mega Drive, 32X, Super NES, PlayStation, Sega Saturn, and the MS-DOS. The Super NES release omits Bam Bam Bigelow and Yokozuna. When the maximum of three characters are on screen simultaneously, the game slows down. It also lacks several voice and commentary samples, and damage taken by in-game fighters from attacks was reduced. The Genesis version retains most of the voice and commentary samples from the arcade, and allows for four wrestlers on screen, also with slowdown. The 32X release is like the standard Genesis version, but with improved graphics and audio. However, the frame rate was reduced to 30 frames per second in the 32X port compared to 60 frames per second in all other versions. Replay reported WWF WrestleMania the arcade game was the third most popular arcade game at the time. Bruised Lee of GamePro gave the arcade version a positive review, particularly praising the unmatched level of detail in the digitized characters, the wacky sense of humor, and the accessible controls. He summarized, lose the basketball from NBA Jam, take away the blood from Mortal Kombat, throw in some famous wrestlers, and you have WWF WrestleMania, one of the most addictive arcade games to date. A reviewer for Next Generation similarly described WWF WrestleMania as a sort of bloodless Mortal Kombat and said it was similar but much better than WWF Raw. He applauded the cleanly digitized characters, variety of moves, ability to play either head-to-head or two-on-two cooperative, and the sense of humor. The PlayStation version was even more enthusiastically received by critics, who praised the game for having combos which are easy to stumble across, engaging commentary and other sound effects, and an extensive combination of realistic wrestlers' moves and comical magic moves to tap into the fantasy appeal of wrestling. GamePro's Scary Larry gave it a 4.5 out of 5 for control and a perfect 5 out of 5 for every other category, i.e. graphics, sound, and fun factor. Calling it a great wrestling game, a great fighting game, and a great as fun to watch as it is to play game. A reviewer for Next Generation opined that it looks great and plays even better. The two sports reviewers for Electronic Gaming Monthly, 
both gave it a 9 out of 10 and an Editor's Choice Platinum Award and remarked, Acclaim and Williams have turned out the lights on anyone thinking of making a wrestling game for the PlayStation. Scary Larry said the 32X version is no match for the PlayStation title. It lacks many of the sound samples for the arcade version, but at least it has better graphics than the Genesis and the Super Nintendo versions. And overall, it is a must-have for 32X owners. GamePro's Air Hendricks commented that the Genesis version suffers from excessive graininess and slowdown, and that the gameplay is somewhat shallow. He nonetheless found the game as enjoyable and outshines earlier wrestling games for the system. Scary Larry said that while it would be unfair to compare it to the PlayStation version, the Super Nintendo version does not compare even well to the Genesis version. He criticized the reduced character roster, slow gameplay, smaller sprites, and tiny sound effects. Scary Larry described the Saturn port as an almost flawless conversion of the PlayStation version, with the only shortcomings being some graininess around the edges and slowdown in the cooperative mode. However, he also said it was a disappointment that there was nothing new in the version despite it coming out almost a year after the PlayStation version. Rob Allsetter of Sega Saturn Magazine maintained that it was well worth the wait, applauding the gameplay and humor. He remarked that the key to the game's excellence is its immediate accessibility. After about five minutes, you'll find yourself able to perform some of the most outrageous moves. Well, there you have it. There's the history of WWF WrestleMania. Like I said, I played this as a kid. I loved this game. It was super fun. That was back when I was in my raging wrestling days. Man, I loved wrestling so much. I think Bam Bam Bigelow was one of my first uh, superstars that I really, really liked. My friends and I would beat each other up. And probably some of my first crushes were all the wrestling girls. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this, this little brief history into a wrestling game. I sure did. Let me know what you guys think about the podcast. Feel free to contact me at retrobangaming at gmail.com. If you have time this week, go ahead and play some games. Try to play a wrestling game. Uh, they're still super, super fun to this day. If not, just play a game. Doesn't matter. As always, be good people. Be good to those around you. And keep on gaming. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please take a second to subscribe. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can at retrobendgaming at gmail.com. Thanks again, and as always, keep gaming.